All right, how y'all doing, CT Squad? It's your boy Mike. And your boy Alex. Welcome to another episode of Couch Talks. If this is your first time listening to us, Couch Talks is a podcast series dedicated to the emotional intelligence and character development for the average millennial, meaning all things business, finance, spirituality, uh, all the above, relationships. Yeah, sir. Can't forget that part, too. Yeah, sir. And uh, yeah. not. So if that sounds good to you, pull up a couch seat chair, grab a beer, and uh, let's talk. So before we get into it, we have ourselves a special guest. I said I wasn't going to announce anymore because we just we just have it every week now. But it's all good. We it's know. all good. Anyways, eventually sure. one of these podcast shows it'll just be me and Mike. We'll I do it as a special. Oh my! Oh, I'm dead. For <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, bro. So you. our guest today, another fellow electrician. I love it, dude. Uh, so I actually met Mr. Shimano, Nor Shimano, uh, through trade school at dorsey uh he's a very inspirational individual and uh i really wanted him on this podcast because one i get along with him pretty well and uh i definitely see myself uh talking to him very frequently out of school so mr shimana would you do us a favor and kind of give us a little bit of an insight of what you got going on in your life yes sir man thank you alex man <laughs> Man, like he said, my name is Nor Shamana. I just started uh, electrical trade about a year ago, and I've just been having fun at it. Uh, I went to school with Alex, and we've been learning a lot. Not <laughs> not so a good school, but we'll talk about that later. It's kind of ghetto. Bad school, don't go there. It's pretty I'm ghetto, dead. but we're still learning. We're still pushing through. That's what I've been hearing. Yes, <laughs> yeah. A lot of Christians do. Yeah. And Absolutely, for sure. Let's get it. Yeah, well, thanks for joining us, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. All right, I know it's your segment. No, you can't wait. You're of course it is. Here. I yeah. cannot wait. Yeah. So, all right, so we have this uh, another three Floyds for you guys. Now, this one, I didn't actually see that it was, it's a, a, a Harvest Ale, so it's obviously an IPA of some sort. Uh, it's called uh, Brodoo. Damn. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Fits this podcast for sure. Sort of it does. That's what I said too. Yeah, the graphics. I, honestly, are just, yeah, it just like reminds me of like some like crazy ass comic. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I probably ripped it from a comic. Honestly, I know. Like, yeah, Look at this motherfucker stealing, you know, ideas on here. Copyright. Copyright. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Well, boys, I think uh, let's yeah. cheers it up. Cheers. Try her out. Yep, IPA. Yep. Yep, IPA. Ooh. Pretty bitter. Yep. IPA. Definitely bitter. Um Ooh. Yeah, I didn't really pay attention. I thought it was going to be a little bit more of like a beer taste, but uh I like it personally. I think it's actually pretty good. It's not like some can be pretty harsh. Michael just doesn't like IPAs. <laughs> He's what we I call like uh, bitch this. status. Yo, right? so, oh, I'm dead. No, it has <laughs> calling them out here. It's because so, we uh, like flavor on this side. We actually like quality. It's yeah, well, good. so do I. Out. This was fucking like fourteen dollars for hey, a pack of six. Price doesn't always reflect quality. Listen, no. price is everything. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I, I know it's not quality over quantity, but um, really the bottle struck me. And, like, the case it came in was pretty damn cool. Advertising is So, I'm like, I got to yeah. get it. So Imagine how much it costs to freaking print just the label Dude, in general. How knows? much color they went through. Just to get I have no idea, honestly. Great. It looks expensive, though. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Mr. Wallace. Yes, sir. The topic for today is... All right. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me the way you had it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, maybe he has it instead. My bad. 
But uh, no, uh, today I want to talk about the topic of discipline. Uh, really simple, kind of general, but uh, it really reaches, I guess, reaches out into a lot of categories, uh, especially in business. Yeah, it does. yeah, yeah, especially business, uh, relationships, really everything. Finance, honestly. yeah, everything. Finance, dude. Yeah, you everything. literally have to discipline yourself twenty four seven if you really want to make it somewhere. Yeah, well, you know, because yeah, you got to stay consistent yeah. on it. Like, here's one thing I'd have to say. So, like, discipline, like a good like example of discipline i would say and i know we kind of talked a little bit about this in the last podcast but uh i definitely have to say working out is definitely having to discipline yourself you have to discipline yourself through diet and training i mean it's it's crazy and i mean it obviously branches off to a lot of different things i mean you got to discipline yourself when it comes to money making you know getting yourself a routine in Stuff like that. I definitely have to say, uh, I, I really am going to have fun with this podcast. Yeah, yeah no, it's dope. It's dope. Because, I mean, discipline, I feel like discipline and, and consistency both share so many qualities. So, it definitely uh, makes a lot of sense. So, I, I feel that. Uh, it's definitely relatable, too, for sure. But I guess that leads me to my first question I have for both of you. So, just name a moment when both you guys struggled with discipline. I guess Damn, could okay, be anything, so but. we're going to let the guests go first on this For one. sure, for All sure. Right. So junior year, I just joined wrestling, and I'm just getting my ass handed to me, dude. It's, like, ridiculous, dude. I'm getting thrown to the ground. So imagine coming home from school, going to practice, going working out for two hours and just getting your ass handed to you. And it's like you got to stick to it. Your coaches are saying stick to it. And it's sometimes like you can't see the end of that tunnel. You don't have that tunnel vision. It's right. like how can you go on without seeing the end, without seeing you improving? That's very true. But yeah, very true. they kept saying, with, uh, well, I usually do work out. I work out and stuff, so I knew I had to stick to the road. And eventually a month, two months later, I saw improvements, and I started, you know, taking my own, taking a couple, uh, couple people on me, and then I became, like, one of the top guys in the wrestling world. Oh, snap. Room. So, like, what oh, yeah. caused you to... Uh I guess keep walking through the dark tunnel phase. Yeah. I mean, like, was there any, like, incentive other than, like, parents? Like, fucking, you're, you're going into this. Like, I paid for this. No, like, but other than that. Yeah, <laughs> like, so yeah. seeing other kids, that's why I like hanging out with other people and seeing how they struggle with it. That's why when someone else is struggling with you, they're suffering. It's better. It's better because you can see they're going through the same stuff. Not, you're not just in your mind like, oh, this is just me. I'm suffering so much. See, other kids, they're getting their asses handed to it because they're right. new, too. Yeah, and you're not alone. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Right, and they're I thinking feel. they want to quit and all that, and it's like, and I don't know, I have this ego, like, I'm not going to quit. Yeah. At the same time thinking I want to quit. Yeah, no, I feel like, it. That's how it just kept me going, and then you just prosper, dude. You just level up, and that's what happens. That's why I, I like discipline, man. That's awesome, bro. That's yeah. awesome. I feel that. I feel that. It's clear and cut. It's like, it's very highly relatable because we all yeah. have, like, yeah, we all definitely, especially if you're in sports, we all have, like, a moment like that for sure. But how about you, Alex? I probably have to say, so the hardest discipline for me was, and this is going to sound crazy as hell, was my brain surgeries, actually. Hardest discipline I've ever had to go through in my life because of the pure fact that I realized that I was not going to be able to do things that I used to do growing up in my childhood so with that, uh, just to kind of give you guys like a little like briefing on it. So I was diagnosed with a condition called Chiari malformation type three. Uh, I have a shunt and I have a decompression patch inside my head. And basically that keeps me from having like pretty 
harsh headaches, as you could say, where it basically, like, it can kill you if it is bad enough and you don't catch it. So with that aspect, I had to overcome a lot of things, obviously, like realizing I can't do this now, so I have to now focus on myself, and I'm still actually working on something. So what it really fucked up was my balance. So my balance is really fucked up. So essentially, I could get pulled over, and they could sobriety test me, and I wouldn't even be drunk, and I'd still probably fail that test just because it's not that good. So I've been trying to work on it. Uh, You know, they've given me, like, exercises and exercises I've looked up on the Internet to try and, like, still, you know, just try and get it to the best that I can have it. And so it's still a working progress for me. I still try and discipline myself on it, Uh, you know, trying to do like, you know, a squat on one leg or whatever it may be just to try and get that where I can balance or even just close my eyes and like try and stay in there without like falling. So I'm, you know, it's still a working process. I had these brain surgeries when I was a teenager. So we're talking this is like a decade ago. And, um... It, it, it was really hard for me. It was also hard on my parents, you know, because my parents were also getting a divorce at the same time. So it's like, ah, it could, worst time they could have picked. Well, more so my dad picked it, but just because they weren't working out. But I won't even get into that. But like, it was just really hard on my family, especially my mom, because my mom was the one who was really like there for me day in and day out. Yeah, that nurturing aspect. Oh, they, yeah, they yeah, always do. They get the brunt. That nurturing aspect. It's terrible. Yeah, sure. So, but I mean, you know, I, I, I'm I'm getting there. I'm doing what I need to do, and you know, it's always a working process for me. But uh, the grind don't stop, and you keep moving forward. So. I'd have to say that was probably my hardest struggle of discipline. I'm still disciplining myself to this day. Oh, yeah. Continual effort. For sure. Of course. Yeah, it's for an sure. everyday thing. So, But, Mr. Wallace, you're not getting out of this question, buddy. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah. What do you have to say? Uh, for me, I think uh, it was in terms of mindset, uh, discipline-wise, for looking at losses differently. I think coming from a goal-oriented family and background – uh, and just like being good at things early, right? Like I had a, I was really good at um, martial arts early. I did that for a long time. Um, good at like track and field early. Like I got the medals and everything, varsity jacket early on, and everything else. So like I was used to, and not just that, but balancing all that at the same time. Because oftentimes these sports happen at the same time. So it was just like you know the whole going straight from school to track practice and leaving that homework and that to karate or martial arts and then being back to whatever or Muay Thai or whatever. So it was just like I was used to juggling things and being successful at it. And then once I got out of high school and then the real world hit and I'm like the successes weren't happening the same. And I'm like, oh, snap. So like the losses, when they hit, they really hit. So I was just like, I think it took me discipline and like getting used to looking for each win inside all the losses uh, just understand, like, there's always, like, a, I guess, like, the whole, I don't want to be cheesy, but the whole the bright side and the whole yeah. darkness, whatever. And, uh, yeah, just, just it, it, especially being out on your own, because I didn't move out with anyone at first. It was just straight me by myself. So there was no one to really help through that process, right? I think my parents weren't like that. No one I knew was really like that. So it was like our own little personal journey of, like, all right, we got to stop being so negative, Mike. Like we got to start just assessing the situation. Look was what came out good outside the bad that you just went through. And uh, we're going to just know how to move properly going forward type deal. And uh, I think that was my whole struggle because I was just 
that took a while. <laughs> that definitely took a while. So that was my, that's just my own personal discipline type thing. So for sure. Yeah, dude, it's probably like the hardest for yeah. you. Know, like when it's you're tough. winning and yeah. then, like you yeah. never had, like for me, I was always blessed yeah. to be like, to be like, suck, like I was sucked at everything. Like every, like basketball, running, every, everything I had to practice at. I had to be, like I knew from day one, I had to put on that work. I wasn't just like, oh, I'm the fastest one out of my class. But like people like you, you know, when you're mm-hmm. good, at it and then when you actually get to the real world real world yeah. you gotta actually so wake up call I'm yeah. like oh shit we actually yeah, cause I used to like skip uh I skip practice for anyone that knows me on here yeah. don't don't freaking at me bro it's it's like we get it we all get it but I used to skip practices all the time in school like I would like go a couple of times a week and I'm like I don't get to go to all yeah, these practices like, the bro, I'm good I'm still gonna run the other day I'm exactly. still gonna place it's gonna be fine mm-hmm. and then uh I guess that mentality was even sick back then because um the coach had to approach me and he's like I already don't like you doing this, but some of the other kids are starting to take after you too, thinking that this is okay. And they're like, right. oh, Mike's not here. Well, well we don't I have to be, be here, here type right. deal. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I wasn't trying to be an example for anything. So it was just, I guess, just that too, and realizing, like, oh, people actually pay attention to what you're doing. And Dude, it's not it's just you. It's funny, anymore. like that. Yeah. Like, um, you don't know, like, you don't pick a leadership spot. It right. just falls on you. Right. You, just, right. you step up to that plate, and it's like, you got to do it. And you can't, you can't bitch out when you got to do it. You know, you got to step to be a leader. And um, that that's why I struggle with, too, because sometimes I'll be good at math. Like, math, I'm really good at it. And then, like, I'm just doing my homework easy. I'm flying through this work, and everyone is struggling. Everybody asks for your help. It's like, dude, I don't want to help you. I just want to do my work and <laughs> exactly. leave. And it's like, like, you can't do that. You got to help others. And, like, I feel so good when you help others. And um, that's it, man. Yeah. That's what you got to do. I feel. I can imagine. So, like, for you in wrestling, when you really start getting, like, really good, yeah. I'm assuming, like, people start looking to you, like, oh, shit, like, what did you do to get yeah, good? Dude. Or, like, what? Like, yeah. How'd All that feel? JV, I good? mean, it felt good. Cause, yeah. like, just, like, two months prior, I was asking for everyone for help. I right. was the one right. asking, how do you do this? How do you do that? I wasn't the one getting approached, you know? But now... All these JV kids coming up. How'd you do that? How are you going up to the match, not being nervous and fighting that fight? And it's like it's really nice helping them out. And then the like the best feeling ever when someone comes up to you is like, yeah, I listened to you and it worked. And it's right, like, yeah. dude, that's like that. best, that. like yeah. the best feeling ever, dude. Yeah. And that's why people gotta, you know, help others and just be a kind person to others. You know, because yeah. that's the best feeling you can ever have as a human being yeah it's it it great yeah we were yeah. actually uh alex and i were just talking about that um i mean it's been a while so far it's probably like a week ago or whatever but like yeah that yeah. whole feeling of just this podcast in general and being able to possibly help so many out there just i'm based on relatable things and relatable experiences Bro, even if it's just one and, person yeah. who like we're you know yeah. not right. essentially like changing the world but changing someone's world right. it's like and they come up to that's you an and amazing like, oh feeling. shit like it worked we listen to you it worked like imagine that like freaking we're just walking down the street like oh yeah we know you from couch talks you listen to your shiz it worked wow. fucking we're, we're doing good like, that's- dude i i'd feel so happy my heart would just feel so whole <laughs> you know i just like almost tear up oh yeah appreciate it no, I feel that. So, uh, yeah, I guess that leads me to my next question, too. So, uh, who, like, I guess, this is a tough one. So, like, we all, I guess you can say discipline can be subjective in a way, right? I mean, you obviously know the core fundamentals, like consistency and all the other stuff. But, like, what was the exact, like, your exact process for staying disciplined, right? So, with you, we obviously know, like, with wrestling-wise, that, like, yeah. you had a process of asking people, like, knowing, like, a, a, the, right pro- the right questions to ask to help you get better right. and how to apply that to yourself. 
like for Alex and you, like your situation being as unique as it was, and someone else out here will probably have like a unique situation, medical health wise. Like, what was your process on just your discipline and like you working through your shiz? Like, what did you do? So at first, I'll be kind of honest. I was really negative. It was terrible. Uh, I mean, like, how can you be positive, right? Like at first, like I'm like, ah, this sucks. Like I'm gonna be a different kid, people are going to look at me differently, like, they're not going to treat me like a normal person, but as I kept moving forward, I thought, you know what, like, this is a very interesting and unique way to kind of spread the word about this uh, type of, uh, as you could say, diagnosis, medical condition, Uh, and, uh, Basically, to stay on top of it, like, I always kept, you know, I I worked out. That was one thing as well, you know, to try and keep my balance up. And more so was the fact of it was kind of like a mental game for me more so because, like, when you can physically do something or when you can mentally do something but you physically can't do it, it's the hardest battle you could ever face in your life. Oh, it's it's terrible, dude. Oh, it's terrible. But at the end of the day, you know, I really look at it as if there are people out there who do have the same type of medical condition I do, uh, those with second chances can definitely change the world and, like, show people that, you know, ones who don't really uh, have, like, more so the medical condition that people who do have this can give it a second shot and actually be successful in the world and use it to their advantage more so. Uh, For me, I just basically, when people were asking me like, oh, like, you know, like, what's that bump on the side of your head? Or like, what's this or that? And, uh, you know, I'd explain to them what basically happened. And, you know, everybody seems to feel like pity and sorry for me. I right. fucking hate suit. that, dude. Yeah, oh, it's, it's terrible. It's like, look, I made it, motherfuckers. I, yeah, I'm true. here. Yeah. I'm blessed. You know, I'm thankful enough to have a second chance at life. And that, for me, is has allowed me to have a much more positive mindset. Now, it's something I do have to deal with lifelong, but it's always a progress. Right. Everything's always a progress, I feel like. But in this aspect, it is a major process because some people who do have this maybe don't know how to essentially deal with it or educate themselves my mom actually crazy part is so she last time she came to visit me because she lives in canada um she ended up giving me a book that actually like is written and uh, it's actually about kiari malformation and like some of the crazy things that come about it you know, I mean, like, there could be one instance, like, people who are in their mid-age, and they could urinate themselves without even actually, like, realizing it because of the pure fact that, like, it affects the nerves. Oh. So that's the only problem because nerve damage can constantly keep happening with this. Like, there are some times where I'll wake up in the morning and I'll, like, have a cup in my hand. I won't even feel that that cup is in my hand. It just oh, wow. feels like I'm literally holding nothing. But I'm holding a glass of water. Wow. Or if it is hot and cold, sometimes I won't be able to tell the difference. So I could have burning water on my hands and still not feel that. It's crazy. It's truly crazy, but I don't let it stop me. I mean, I obviously, 
in some aspects i'll put like both the hot and cold water on just right. to like so i don't burn myself literally right. like right. counteract it like okay, yeah let me just so yeah, but it, it, it's awesome. definitely it's it's a learning process the way i've really kept up with it is just continuing to move forward because that's really all you can do and keep right. a positive mindset obviously associate yourself with those who are going to help lift you up and keep you in that positive mindset right and have just a positive uh vibe and energy all around yeah no that's perfect actually because that was that was really you literally just fell right into like the whole next question aspect so i was going to ask both of you like do you believe discipline is environmental like do you believe like your surroundings play a whole effect on your discipline like if no one else is like discipline around you are you guys still like how does discipline affect you rather than if you everyone around you was disciplined like do you think that oh 100 percent, duke so i have two brothers and they're both uh go-getters you know they're both work work out both do same they have the same mentality and competition in them so one of my brothers is actually a marine oh jeez yeah he's he's pretty tough and then just like looking up to him when he goes to the gym and i stay home and just want to you know, and yeah. just want to yeah. stay home. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. my mind won over. Like, no, don't go to the gym. You got to take a rest day. That's how your right. mind tricks you. Like, yeah. take a rest day. You work too hard. Right. But then seeing your brother, like, go and go at it, even though he ran a couple miles the other day and he's doing this, right. that definitely does push you to your limits. So it is the hardest part is when you have no discipline. There's yeah. no one around you. Yeah. It's just you and you yeah. and you. It's yeah. like... You I used to, yeah. I used to yeah. wonder where people got it from. I'm like, if no one around you was like that, granted, you can have it internally, but how much of it can you, like, how much can you have of it to drive you forward, right? Like, I don't know how yeah. that works. Like, what's your, what's your motivation other than the things that are going on around you and you want to get out I mean, of that? I mean, but still, it's just like, yeah. yeah, you have no one else around. If no one else around you is disciplined, you're like, oh shit, like, does your progress slow down or like does it speed up? I don't know, but that's yeah. the one of the questions of life. Like, yeah. where does passion come from? How are you born? Born and like, oh, I like doing this. I like right. hands on. Like, who? No one taught you that. You that's just true. came out. That's true. Yeah, and you're yeah. born. I mean, yeah. that's what happens. Yeah, there. no, and it then, makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, because I read stories sometimes and like, oh, this uh, guy was, you know, 20 years old. He was raised in 15 freaking foster families, yeah. and they all beat him, and he oh lost his sibling to a, like a death in an accident or whatever. And the guy's like the most successful person with three businesses a beautiful Dude, family yeah. loves his life and i'm like how'd you how'd you get there like, that's exactly. crazy like did anyone help you along the way they're like no it's just me i'm like how what Dude, it's like when did you the answer yeah. is discipline man yeah, that's how man. he got there was discipline yeah, i mean but it's tough. some it's some people work harder than others it's just the way it is and everybody's like oh you know like the finances inequality and all that Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, some people just work harder out here, and it is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it in that aspect, but, you know, some of these people who are actually, like, doing very successful things and whatnot, they love to get back to the community, which is something that I actually do respect, and, uh, you know, one, one person I look up to, and I know Mike hates it, he hates it, if you Steve you will see. do it from the Nauk Boys. Listen, dude, like this a- motherfucker buys people cars, bro. He will walk into Oprah? an actual dealership, He's Oprah. Okay. buy them a car, straight up, or buy them, like, some Richard Millie watch or some crazy-ass shit. And he likes doing that, genuinely. Granted, I know it's going to be a tax break for him, but at the end of the day... He's still loving and enjoying giving that to people. Like, he actually loves seeing the reaction on the people's face. It almost makes him tear up. Like, he'll cry in some videos. Like, he's like, holy shit. Like, 
You know, like it, in one episode, he bought his maid like a brand new like ST like Jeez. Edge. Wow. Like that's crazy, dude. That's like okay. a fifty fifty five thousand dollar car. Like, yeah. and he just bought that for her just because he knew she was struggling and she didn't have a new car. And he wanted her to make he wanted to make her feel special. And like obviously, she cleans up after them. And I mean, oh, yeah. it's yeah. Four, four or five young. 20 year olds living oh, in a household geez. together i mean oh, you can only lady. imagine that what that house lady. Looks like. oh, oh it'd be lit she's for seen sure. some things i bet yeah, yeah but I, that's just one thing i can respect like people who actually give back and they genuinely like doing that right. that's one thing i hope i can do one day like yeah. if this podcast ends up growing to something super crazy right. and we can actually give back to people hold like an event like a charity event or something like that where everybody can just come right. be themselves feed them all just enjoy and have a yeah. great time. I mean, I think that's the best thing about this platform, too, is that, like, we've been kind of doing that the whole time, like, right? Just the whole giving back aspect is through yep. relatable experiences, through guests and other people and what they get. And, like, all right, you get you get some gems, like, thrown at you here and there. Like, yeah. oh, how can I go through life this way? And you know there's people out there that are going through it like you. So, uh, hey, just a uh, quick point. Yeah, for sure. About sharing. It's so funny. You know, having siblings, you got to share everything. Share your food, share your bed, I share bet, every yeah. clothes. Yeah. And, you know, I'm the youngest. I'm almost getting the hand-me-downs. It was, yeah. all, it was all right. But one thing about sharing, I bought, like, a bag of M&Ms. I remember, I remember this so vividly. So I have a bag of M&Ms, and my brother's like, oh, let me have some. And I'm kind of older now. I'm like 15 or something. I'm like, no, right. you can't have this bag. It's mine. <laughs> right. He's like, all right, fine. Don't give it to me. And I ate that whole bag. And I just felt like, I just felt like shit, dude. It didn't taste. It yeah. didn't taste like. Yeah. It didn't taste good. It didn't have that same feeling to it. But right. then I was like, you know what? I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna do that again. And then, wow. yeah. A couple of days later, whatever. I got like a bag of chips or whatever, and I shared it. Right. Granted, you know, it went out quick because you shared it. Your buddy it's wants gone. some. Your buddy wants <laughs> it's some, gone. and it's gone. You have gone. like two yeah. chips, and that was it. Yeah. But those two chips, and then like, and you're feeding, you're sharing your food with others. Was like the best feeling. Actually, eating the actual food, and that's why sharing. You need to actually do the stuff. You can't just hear, oh, sharing right. is good, right. and then, yeah, right. I'm not gonna do it. I feel. I feel. You actually got to do the process, and then to feel what we're talking about, to know what how it feels like, and how you can grow as a person. Right. Yeah. I feel like so. that's important. I feel like like that's in a way like an for an average person like that's like the the nat. I feel like it's, it's in us, right? It's nat somewhere in us. It's naturally like uh, set up to the fact that if you help someone in any type of way, that you're gonna like that feel good feeling is there. I feel like only a handful of people who are like on a psychopath level or whatever <laughs> else like, don't feel anything. They're like, oh, yeah. I don't care that I did that. But Those most are so rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mostly average people they usually feel a type of way about. Mm -hmm helping out someone else and yeah. i think that's that's definitely um i want to say like that's i mean i want to get all biology center i don't know if that's like rooted in us from like our primal days when we just we're so very community based i mean we are still now exactly, but i mean yeah. like when you really thrived on us we gotta have to we gotta survive the only way we're gonna do this is we help each other type deal when you gotta go against whatever saber saber two tigers and whatever else that existed back then i don't know <laughs> but uh yeah no that's definitely important for sure yeah man yeah, sure. You know, is discipline like environmental? Right. And right, right. I would have to say yes. And right. the reason why I would have to say that is because one one person who really gave me a lot of discipline is like as much as we disagreed to agree is my father actually. Right. Because you know my dad's taught me basically because you know he he he's a war vet right so he's. Right. He he served in war and he's been doing his own thing, you know. He fought, went over to like Afghanistan and Iraq and all that. And 
basically like him telling me stories, you know, of how he had to basically adapt to his environment over there because, you know, he's a soldier over there and you're basically like an alien over there, right? right. So like he basically told me he had to adapt every day and he had to discipline himself. You know, there was times where they didn't get to eat as much. Right. They had to kind of just get through it. And there was times where, so like my dad, he does this really weird thing with his feet. Like he rubs his feet together, right? Okay. But it's because yeah. he doesn't have yeah. like, he's got like nerve damage in there from like wearing boots for like uh, weeks on an end in yeah. wet trenches yeah. and it being That'll cold it. and shit. That'll do it. So, <clears throat> and like being in the oil fields and all that stuff with oil raining down on them. So, I have noticed him do that actually. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, bring that it's, up. yeah. it's different, but it just it, it is what it is. He can't really change anything about it, considering the fact that you know he's been able to. He lived, you know, he's a war hero, so right. I, I give him respect for that. But like discipline around you, I feel like is a very big influential factor because right. it allows you to challenge yourself. Right. Same with my aunt Greta, dude. She's the same way. You've met my aunt Greta. Yeah. Wonderful yeah. lady. I love her, dude. She's like the best person on this planet, aside from my mom. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, she's really taught me, like, you know, because she's uh, an entrepreneur, business lady, and she's basically taught us you got to keep pushing forward and be able to challenge yourself in different ways that you never thought you could, like right. stepping out of your comfort zone. How are you going to know if something's good if you're not taking the risk for it? That's true. You know, or Bring even safe putting the discipline yeah. aspect in that. Right. You're never going to get it done. Yeah. It's just going to it's going to be the same rut or same like shit cycle as you could say. Right. For the whole goddamn time. Like I hate yeah. that. I hate going in the same circle. It's like yeah. the worst possible aspect you can do in life because everybody obviously wants to do better. Right. But how much are you willing to discipline yourself right. to get to where you want to be? Yeah, because I think, I think that's why people struggle with that so much is that, like, based, again, back to, like, our, our normal primal biology, bi biogenic, like, senses, or whatever you want to call that anyways, uh, with your brain, like, you tend to, it, it seeks for path or comfort. So, it, like, it really enjoys, it wants you to be okay. At the end of the day, it wants you to be okay. It doesn't want you to be in fight or flights, like, whatever types of it. It wants you to be chill, comfy, food is there, everything's there. It thrives off that. So, like, discipline requires a lot of you breaking that, which means you getting out of your comfort zone. And that feels very weird to your body. So, it's like, there's a lot of uncomfortableness there. And people, especially if you're new to it, like, again, like, no one in your environment's doing it. It's just you trying to get through all that. It's a lot to take on yourself. Like, it's, it's a lot. So, when you have someone like your aunt and your uh, your dad and other people, for example, they kind of, in a way, set the benchmark. Like, you let your environment set, like, the this is the standard for what I know I can reach. And that, like, now, because they did it, I can do it too type deal. So, now know that I got I can at least make that. If they made that, I know that I can at least make that. I got all the genetics set up there. If you want to follow that in, as well as, like, environmentalness, I should be able to at least make that. And I feel like I associated a lot of that with my father, too, was him just... Um, I mean, he was a huge workout junkie. Well, he still is a huge workout junkie. <laughs> but, like, getting up at, like, 3 in the morning and waking me up for the gym and then, you know, and then doing two a day sometimes and then coming back yeah, dude, and this, biking. This man's dad is, like, 60 <laughs> years old, bro. Yeah. And he just turned 63. He's more jacked than any of us. Yeah, he's, he's more massive, jacked than bro. any of us. It's massive. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Like, dude, 
It puts me to shame. That's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, he goes run. all the time. Yeah, every t- yeah. every wow, time I call him, he's just like, oh, I'm at the gym right now. I got to call you back. And I'm like, you just got off work. He's like, yeah, I just went straight from work oh to the gym. I'm like, it, you know it's okay to rest, right? He's like, no, no, well, it's not. a hustler. I'm like, yeah, 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 that's, that's in him. So, uh, yeah, just having that there as well as, like, benchmarks and discipline for success in business and what you can do in certain things, too. I mean, that was obviously like um, a standard that he set, too, that I can reckon try to reach towards and it's like so that was always subconsciously there even if he didn't like tell me like hey you can do this like me being that being in my environment i could at least see it and like i can i can associate like oh okay i can do that because i've seen it be done it goes back to you only know the most of what you know type deal and uh i knew that so i'm like all right i can pull that off but you know when i pull up places and you know i had like two cars for a while that were pretty nice in my own place and you go back home to like, some aspects of your family and they're like well what are you gonna do with your other car and i'm like that's my car. They're like, well, you're going to sell it? And I'm like, no, like, you can't drive two cars. And I'm like, I'm not trying to drive two cars. And I said, why do you have two cars? So it's just like, it goes back to your environment, right? It just depends on like you wanting what you want, but you don't know if it's possible until someone else does it. And you're not going to know the reasoning behind it. It, it kind of like domino affects it because it's like no one in your environment's doing it. You have to seek that out yourself. And then that's, again, goes back to that being a hard challenge in itself. So I can see why a lot of people don't try to go after it it's a lot it's a lot of uncomfortableness and if you're going up like you said earlier when you don't have like uh people suffering through it with you it makes it 10 times harder so yeah it's funny how seeing like celebrity people like their sons just following their footsteps like lebron his son is going to be a basketball player they just fall because they see their dad oh that's my dad he's doing that so i'm just naturally going to become but it's funny you just got to believe in yourself and that's how you you can just execute yeah because if you see it it's funny, you see it and you can believe it, but right. seeing something, not seeing something, my bad, and still trying to believe. It's tough. That's yeah, tough. It's tough. That's like yeah. the challenge. You're going that's in like, dark. You're just blindfolded. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit, okay, I, can, I guess I can try to figure this out. Yeah, that's dude. tough. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's why some people uh, along the way, they come across mentors and other people. I feel like you can only get so far blind. I mean, I, I mean, you have like the, the rare unicorns where just made it the whole way blind. But I feel like at some point in your journey, eventually start running across someone who's like okay i can help you through this and you're like okay now i know it's okay i can do this you're gonna help guide me for sure but like man that's why i respect our founding father so much can you imagine just going to a new state yeah Yeah. trying trying out democracy first of all it's not even gonna work (laughs) yeah and if it doesn't work you're gonna hang yeah they're they're gonna get shot and hang yeah and they're just let's do it that's called like discipline faith and going through and when you're working with others that's the hardest part yeah. to say at times you can be stronger than i am and then at times i can be come on let's go to the gym like right. if, you have, if you ever had a gym buddy right. you always have to you you guys are pushing uh, each other that like, accountability let's go to the partner gym yeah stay. who can be the best exactly. <laughs> exactly. You guys that's how i was with yeah. like some yeah. people at the gym when i was working out with them i just push them hard yeah super yeah. hard it's just like you're constantly going nonstop. When I was like really big into working out and stuff, I'd do what they call supersets. But it, in those supersets, I'd be doing like drop sets as well too. So like I'd be doing for like each workout, I'd end up doing like what eight, nine, ten sets of each right. thing. But it was a killer workout. Like right, it, literally, right. after you're done, you, you feel crippled. Like it's like <laughs> yeah. holy shit. Honestly, like, yeah. how am I even supposed to move right now? But I kept pushing myself back and forth, back and forth, and I ended up doing some crazy shit. I mean, I'm only five foot nine, and I was deadlifting over five hundred pounds. I set the record actually at Schoolcraft for a little bit. It was crazy seeing that. 
Uh, and I pushed myself that hard to the point that, you know, I did have a little bit of injury from it and whatnot, but it still didn't stop me from becoming the best at lifting that I can truly become at. And that really helped me in itself. And I was feeling great. I was feeling good. I was like 50, 60 pounds down. It's like, damn, like, I still want to keep doing this shit. Yeah, I think that's I think that's why so many successful people associate like their success with like health and wellness, with working out and everything. It's because it shares so many of the same qualities of like you just having to you're going through all that same process, right? The discipline, the consistency, the being exposed, right? If you're doing supersets, you're exposing yourself like, yo, what can I actually make happen type deal? Like to my body wise, like how many sets can I actually do type deal? That's you're exposing yourself to like what possibilities there. You, if someone then tell you, hey, you can do 10 supersets or whatever, I'd be like, yo, you're freaking crazy. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. But you have that accountability partner there, that person to push you or again, again back to the whole environmental thing. Yeah. Then, yeah, you're like, oh, shit, we're actually on our eighth set already. Oh, it's only two more left. I might as well finish up to get to 10. But if you're by yourself sometimes, and again, it goes back to not being exposed type deal. Other than your curiosity or it being naturally in you, that discipline type deal, you're not going to try to shoot for 10 sets. You're not even going to try to shoot for eight. You're like, hell no, I'm not going to do this. Yeah, I'm going to do my three sets of 10 and I'm going to dip. That's yeah, it. Exactly. So, like, yeah, no, I feel that. I feel. Yeah, honestly, one thing, too, so I'm going to bring this aspect up because I have to. So one thing I'd also have to say that has a lot of discipline in it is I feel like work is definitely something if you want to become successful oh, like corporate and be it, no not just corporate it, it, it be per, per se any job that oh, you want to do oh, okay just in general yeah. any type of job it could be business you could be a maid cleaner whatever it is whatever it is that you aspire one thing i'd have to say example wise so that's actually one thing i really like about being an electrician and i'm sure Nora can attest to this due to the fact that you're always having to challenge yourself. It's something different every time. Because right. essentially what you're doing is you're troubleshooting the problem. Right. And sometimes the problem isn't as easy as right. one says it is. Right. So you have to be able to go discipline yourself to be able to learn that on how to fix that problem and just keep going with it, which is crazy. And, you know, you're up early. Uh, us as electricians we're up early you know you're starting work at like seven in the morning you get off at like three four o'clock in the afternoon so you do get off early but you're up early grinding and that's every day you have to get decent sleep you have to be able to eat properly it's just crazy but in that aspect the trade allows you to discipline yourself in so many different ways that you can become very successful with it. And a lot of people try putting it down in an aspect like, you know, oh, go to college or do this and whatnot, which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with college, obviously, right. but you got to know what you're doing going in there and obviously have that same disciplinary action right. to be able to get through school and be able to get that's yourself true. a job that's after true. you graduate. Well, see, that's that's important, though, that you said that because I'm like, was, was trades really anything you do? I feel like discipline, other than, other than consistency, I feel like it's highly tied to incentive, right? You got to have a strong why to, for what is what you're doing. So it's like if you being an electrician, you going through all that, the whole new environments each day, the whole new, you know, waking up early, the whole making complex problems simple and all that. You got to have a reason for doing all that. And other than the money you're getting from it, there's got to be something else that's tying you stronger than you, to you doing it. Or you're just going to burn out after a few months. You're like, I don't want to do this anymore. 
the money's not worth it. And you see that a lot from a lot of college students who just took the college method because their parents told them to. They're now like, they're like, all right, well, at least I can get paid for whatever type of money. But after the first few months go by, then the years go by, and they're like, you know what? I don't have a strong why for what I'm doing other than the money being there. And that money I'm just using to make myself happy and buying things and other things to counteract my my, my feeling of not feeling satisfied in what it is that I'm doing. So I should switch to something else. But it's like you could have skipped that whole process if you weren't so highly influenced to go to college early on. But when you factor in the whole system of society, and I'm not going to get all into all that stuff, but it's just crazy how, uh, how I guess, it's easy to lose track of in incentive and passion when you put money at the end of everything because we thrive off of that so much and we lose track of the fact that you you actually have to be into what you're doing you can't just do it off money wise because you're gonna burn out and you're gonna wind up hating your life a few years down the line or a couple years if even a year and you're like it's not even worth it i gotta switch to something else but look at all that debt you just racked up from college or whatever else now so it's it's so sad these days you know all these kids they just go to college. They don't. They don't have a plan. They don't have a tunnel right. vision of what they do, and that's what a student loan debt is so high. And yeah. they just go to college. They party. They come out. They have a stupid degree, like an arts degree or something. Right. They can't. Right. They're not benefiting benefiting anyone right. to society, and they just they're just stuck. Or like sixty thousand in debt. How are you yeah. gonna get out of that? They're what twenty yeah. one years old. Yeah, if, yeah, it's 60, bad. Sixty thousand. It's is it? bad. Well, I said yeah. they take such advantage of you because they yeah. say like, oh, you can dance around college a bit just find yourself it's costing me money to find myself exactly. i'm not trying to find myself i'm in not college. made of money i'm exactly. not born wealthy exactly. to have dance around yeah you know? but you're trying to get me early and then you're trying to get me like fill me with all these dreams and partly it doesn't help that traditionally we're used to our parents who did go to college like depending on how old your parents are telling us hey you can leave it all to college they'll help direct you and put you on your right path but for my example when college put me on the wrong path at first yeah. they switched my career paths at first i didn't even ask for that type deal when they leave you in there longer than you should i had enough for almost another associates because they didn't let me know that you had too many credits freaking alex got his degree in the mail type deal he's like oh shit i didn't even know like okay yeah it's crazy so it's just like i didn't even know i had enough for these that shit three years ago yeah so we're trying to get into a point now where it's like you really have to think for yourself you can't rely on an institution to make those choices for you anymore you can't just like trust the college process they're gonna spit you out you're gonna have a job and everything else you have to do a lot on your own and uh, a lot of kids aren't used to that because who's gonna tell them right it goes back to the whole you knowing the only the most of what you're exposed to if your parents only knew how college used to be back in whatever they were born at yeah. a lot's changed since then so they're like oh shit well i don't know what to tell you now you're well right. thanks mom now i got 200 and something thousand in debt now <laughs> but you know it's nice to know that you don't know now but i appreciate yep. it so now but one I thing like, i want to say if anyone's like if you want to take anything from this podcast you got to eliminate distractions because yeah, first of all to me i feel like you have all the answers you're the only one that's gonna know what to do you're yourself you know what you want you and you know how you want to live you have the answer you have the book but there's so many distractions there's netflix there's your phone there's parties there's girls there's so many things to like keep you off track and that's why i had like struggle with but thank god covid hit i like not thank god covid hit <laughs> yeah. yeah a lot of people died but we had that quarantine and then playing wherever Warzone for 16 hours, <laughs> you get bored. So yeah. I started reading books and then calming my mind down. And then, like, you actually think about why you do certain things, why the anger is coming from. And then that's what made me go to this trade because I knew I was not going to go to college. I'm not going to do this. Right. So I want to tell people to just calm yourself down, calm your brain down, 
stop zoning out so much and then just find and you gotta but one thing you gotta tell your parents no you gotta know yeah like you gotta say that's no a tough to them. part that's Dude, a tough some that's people are like oh part. shit yeah yeah or oh, you're disrespecting me like yeah yeah exactly like, yeah. listen man this yep. is my life and it's, i gotta do what i gotta do you know right and that's what that's the hardest part right now but i mean yeah, i can see it from like the parents perspective let's yeah. just say like you had your life was iffy if you didn't go to college right back in the day right. and you saw all your counterparts all your classmates whatever else go to college or whatever comes from love yeah it comes from love i understand but at the same time so they set up like a whole college fund for you and everything else and then all of a sudden you're like nah i ain't going to college it's like what the fuck it's It's like listen i know what i want to do yeah just let me figure it out and then promise me it'll come back yeah that's a lot of trust a lot of trust it is a lot of trust i mean they should trust you right i mean you're right unless you give them reason not to but yeah no for sure for sure yeah man yeah, that's important. Yeah, I feel like um, it's so easy how because I mean, majority of our marketing today is like meant to pull us away from something, right? To yeah. grab our attention towards something and take it from something else. So it's since it's so deep and there's so many things that we do, it's like it, it grabs you. Like if you get a notification from someone, yeah, like texting you or whatever. Like a hole. You yeah, just, it's like yep. a tunnel. I'm being th- like a well. Yeah, and I gotta climb out. Yeah, like, dude. I then wanna- it's the next one. Then it's the next thing. Then oh, TikTok just sent me a notification. Yeah. Or freaking YouTube sent me something. Now all of a sudden you're like, oh, I've been 30 minutes deep. I was oh supposed to finish God. this essay. And dude, I didn't. TikTok. So, yeah. I downloaded it. Oh. <laughs> I look down at my phone. I swear to God, I look up. Four hours went by. My Jeez, mind, huh? my mind turned too much, and yeah. I just I deleted it right away. That's why I don't have Facebook. See, anything. here's one thing I'm gonna tell you guys. All right, and the crazy part is, and you know, there's a lot of haters out there, but one person I can actually respect on that aspect that came about like all oh, this social media bullshit is actually Floyd Mayweather. So. Floyd Mayweather basically had stated he's like, you know, obviously you got to get all that proper rest and all that. So, so usually he states that you have four hours of your day of free time. And he says a lot of people in today's world usually spend that four hours on social media. And if you, he goes, if you want to be successful, you can't be on social media for those four hours. You need to be doing something else, keeping yourself busy for those four hours a day. So you don't get distracted, just like Norris said, because social media can be a distraction. I mean, it can be helpful in some ways with some people, but for the most part, <clears throat> the reason why I feel it's a distraction is because a lot of people like to compare themselves to like whoever's out there who's got like all these crazy followers on TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook, whatever the fuck it is, Instagram, like. And that's, I feel like, the toxicity of it because everybody has the potential to get somewhere. It's basically how you're using your time, which is where discipline all relates to. And it literally plays a factor in everything. Are you willing to discipline yourself, ladies and gentlemen, for four hours of your day free time to not be on social media every day. But see, it goes back to the environment. If everyone around you is on social media like crazy, you're now the unicorn. You're now like the, the black sheep. Black Why sheep. is he not on freaking uh, on Facebook for the past four hours? He's always on there. It's been five days he hasn't been on Facebook for the past four hours around this time. What's going on? Like, yeah. it's just, it's like you have to be comfortable with going against the grain and 
to do that. You have to be uncomfortable at first, and yeah, yeah it's tough. The fact is, people have to be happy and discipline themselves with their own niche more so. And I feel like that's what brings people down because then they try all this shit that everybody else has already tried. Because, I mean, think about how much shit is out there that people have tried and you're going to now try and get out here and be like, ooh, I'm going to be a TikToker. I'm going to shake my ass or, you know, I'm going to do something and try and make some money here. But, like, you already have all these people who are doing that. So you just got to kind of think outside the box with it and keep that discipline with focusing on your aspirations and your goals and eventually you'll get there it's not going to be like an overnight thing which i know a lot of us millennials want out there i get it ladies and gentlemen yeah instant gratification is what you want but unfortunately it's a no bueno all right (laughs) it doesn't happen like that it's 10 15 years into the future you just have to know what it is that you want to do keep working for it discipline yourself and never give up. Uh, I had gotten into an argument with a coworker. Uh, this was like right before COVID, but we were talking about how important it is to to play to your excuse me, play to your gifts. So like what you do naturally, what you do the easiest with you know the best with the least amount of effort. If you can maximize that into like a a a, a natural like profitable thing, like dude you. You can make that Instagrammification almost happen. I mean, it won't happen as soon as you want it to, but it'll happen a lot faster than you being in territory that's not meant for you. So it's definitely one of those things for sure. But uh, yeah, this has been a freaking dope podcast, bro. This has been, I enjoy this. Oh this yeah, nice. it's been yeah. a dope podcast. Yeah. I just love that, that when everybody comes on here, we got different people each week. Yeah. They always got something different to say. It just, I don't know, man. It, it makes me feel... Like, everybody can be a part of something. Yeah. Stimulates the brain, gets everyone thinking, gets the cobwebs off of everything. And even people listening, too, they're like, oh, shit, I didn't think about that. So, I feel that. That's sure. true. Well, yeah. to kind of, like, sum it all up for all our podcasters oh. and our listeners taking out taking my there. last saying, gosh, damn Yep. Yeah. I'm stealing the, I'm stealing the, what, what is it? I get the, uh, the light or the shining. Of the podcast, Stephen King. My God. So, okay. Okay. nah. nah. <laughs> we're we're looking at this as a positive aspect. No I horror feel you. in this. I feel you. I feel you. Um. So, in a couple words, uh, for our guest and Michael, uh, and then I'll answer this. Lastly, what do you, for like all our listeners out there? What do you feel like is going to be the easiest way to get started? if they haven't disciplined themselves to be able to get on it and actually stay consistent with it. Ooh. Okay. Damn. Sure. You want to take this? That's take a little it. Easy take it, bro. One. Take Listen, it. <laughs> you just got to take it one step at a time, okay? If you don't even know how to do that, say to yourself, what haven't I done? For example, for me, I haven't done a podcast. Let me come on here and see what's going on. I Just try it once, okay? So if you never, if you want to be a good runner, you want to have good cardio, cardio just do a mile. And just do it for a week. Stay and write it down. Say, I'm going to run a mile for a week and hold yourself accountable. And then and one mile turns into two, to three, to four, and so on. And then you become, you just become stronger. Well, people don't know that as you work out and you, as, you do prog- as you progress, you get better. So it's like it doubles kind of. It doubles. So it's, like, it's not like right now you suck. You know, you're terrible at <laughs> you're whatever trash. you're going to do. You're yeah, trash. You're not yeah. how to sp- you don't know how to write or whatever. You're not good at math. Right. Your brain hasn't been stimulated to that. Right. But right. you do a couple problems, 
and then it stimulates like you use a different part you unlock a different part of your brain now you have more brain power for example (laughs) now you solve you solve problems faster easier and it's like it just comes to you and that's how it kind of it eases eases the suffering and the pain but just keep going at it you know yeah i feel that yeah dude yeah no that's definitely yeah yeah like working out you're going to be sore. Like when I first worked out, I was sore for like straight up two weeks. Jeez. I couldn't move. Two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Your muscles My had gosh. never lifted. Yeah, you know, I've never bench pressed 135. I've never done anything, right, you know? Right, right, But then the second month, you only sore for like a week. Then so on. And it becomes like a day thing, okay? And then you just come up stronger and stronger. You're lifting more. You're stimulating, you're stimulating your body more. You're getting more volume in. So if you want to take the first step, just do it one, one thing at a time, you know? Just take one step. Stop looking at other people. Like, I'm living a three-story, three-bedroom house, not a three-story. Three-bedroom <laughs> house. Yo, what is happening? <laughs> three-bedroom house. I have a Toyota. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a Lamborghini or anything. Just don't look at other people. Don't look at other people's blessings because you don't know what they went through. They don't want, you don't know their suffering. They don't know what they had to go through to accomplish their goals. So just keep at it. Look for inspiration and just keep going what you're, what you're doing, and then you should be fine. You're going to be right on track. Yeah. yeah, I feel that. I, I would say, uh, yeah, really everything you said as well as it takes a lot of honesty, right? You have to step back and realize actually where you're at. So like being really honest with yourself, admitting the fact that, yo, I suck at this exactly. or I'm not good at this right now or I'm not as good as I thought I was at as or you have it to completely, kill that ego. Yeah, yeah. yeah separate completely from the ego yeah. and be like, yo, this is me. This is where I'm at. And once you come to terms with that, I feel like now it's a lot easier to build the discipline, right? Because you know, like, you have that honesty with yourself. You Now you can set, like, a legit uh, plan that's going to be efficient and a strategy to help you get to that next level through that consistency and that hard work and stuff. But I feel like a lot of people skip that whole process. And like, you know, I'm actually a lot better than this than I thought. I'm going to go right into this. And, like, you're skipping your foundations. And now you have, like, a whole thing built on mud. And you wonder why you're sinking half the time. And it's it's not going to work. So... That's just, so that's my own opinion on it. But how about you, Alec? I definitely have to agree with you guys on all your points. Uh, very solid. Uh, another thing I'd also have to say as well, too, is the integrity side of it. You know, to yourself, not just everybody else and all that. Have integrity for yourself. And that kind of correlates into the discipline part as well, too, because it is hard for people to have that type of character and that type of trait. It's not many of us do have it out here to be able to carry it. But I feel like that aspect and staying humble with yourself, you got to, you know, just like not getting the ego. Sometimes you want to get it there because it's like, you know, you're getting at good points in your life. You're like, ah, I just want to flex. Right. But in that aspect, I feel like the best thing, like when you hear all these like rappers or like famous people saying like G's move in silence type or deal like. You know, just be silent, stay disciplined, have integrity for yourself, obviously have integrity for those around you, and you can really do whatever you want. You really can. There's a lot of opportunity out here in this world. It depends on how much you want it and how much you want to work for it. That's the way I really believe it, Uh, and it's simple. Like The craziest part is, is the simplest things in life seem to be the hardest for most of us. That's the craziest thing, the simplest concepts, and a lot of people take it as in, oh, you know, like, this is crazy. This is, how am I going to do this and whatnot? Well, take it day by day. You don't have to be, oh, you know, I'm this crazy-ass humble motherfucker. You know, like, I'm super, I got all this integrity. That's obviously going to take time for you to build that character that's really the way i look at it yeah man 
I mean, with electricians too, it helps you. <laughs> yeah. If you look at like a, a, a blueprint of some like a diagram, if you just look at it, I'm gonna build this whole thing at once. You're gonna be so lost. There's wires coming in and now and yeah. through and through. But if you just take one line, oh, I know this. I know what to do here, and you just take one line at a time. Right. To build a house, you're not gonna build a house right away. Put the concrete lumber right away. Right. You're not gonna just drop a house. You're gonna okay level it out. Pull your concrete, then you studs. Just one time, one thing at a time, and it'll just come to you. It'll come naturally, and then just it's the best feeling. Just take it one step at a time, and then just go at it. You'll see, you'll see the progress. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like rushing gets you nowhere. I feel like it's always. I mean, I don't hate to use the whole typical tortoise and a hare approach, but yeah, yeah, the slower you go in your process, and you you make sure you cross off each check mark. Don't jump to the freaking next thing without reaching your, the previous thing first, you're going to be fine regardless. You'll be good. Yeah. You'll be good. But, yeah, uh, for sure. Well, thanks for joining us on this podcast, bro. Man, Absolutely. Thank you very much. Hell, yeah, bro. Man, it's been a blast, dude. Yeah. It's such an experience, man. Right? For this sure. Really she off, crossed off the list. You've yeah. you you been on a podcast. Exactly. Before. So you can always Exposed. come around, buddy. Oh, yeah, you yeah. got a lot to talk about. Guess, you know, you guys can always return. Never have a problem with that. We always want to build bigger and better. And just get the word out there for people to really, like, hear us out and make sure everybody, Nor, do you have, like, anything that you want anybody to follow you on or anything like that? Man, G's moving silent. I'm dead. I gotta say hello. I'm dead. It's starting already. <laughs> but one thing I want to say, Alex bombed on his beard, dude. It is not good. I don't like shit on. I'm but, dead. I'm dead. Listen, they just got bitch taste buds, I'm guys. Dead. All right, oh. it's not that bad. Okay. Listen, it's not that bad. All They're right. just babies all right <laughs> finish it, though. no half sins over here okay? full sins full sins full sin baby no for sure well thank you guys for joining us again on the usual friday uh you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend and the work week absolutely and um yeah we'll see you next time for yes sure. we will enjoy that weekend <laughs> yes sir yes sir peace peace